Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey, yeah, 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 yeah. We got them screaming D-Lo, KC, D-Lo, KC, D-Lo, KC, D-Lo. We got them screaming D-Lo, KC, D-Lo, KC, D-Lo, D-Lo. Number one spot, we your number one spot for some sports, huh? Got the city going crazy when we work, huh? We top two, but we ain't two, we in first, huh? And when you need the real, we is who you search, huh? D-Lo, KC, D-Lo, KC, D-Lo, KC, D-Lo, we your number one spot. When I say the vibes are ass today... Boy, I mean, the vibes are bad. <laughs> Jesse's in a bad mood. Kings fans are in a bad mood. Twitter's ablaze because Shams won't stop talking about the Sacramento Kings. Mm. Oh, there's a lot to discuss. I feel like LeBron on Friday night. We suck. What do you want me to say? <laughs> I wonder if Kings fans were like me, just drove home in silence yesterday. Just, just the vibes were just. Well, I was at the arena. It wasn't silent. No, no, they let the, they let that team know. Hey, hey, it was funny in the fourth quarter. I was trying to figure out. Oh, that's the they hit a three, and the crowd sarcastically like applauded. I was like, that that's actually kind of funny. It's demeaning. And mm-hmm. then I realized, oh no, they're actually cheering the group that's out there. Mm-hmm. They know the team is trash, and this performance was unacceptable. But Keon is out there busting his ass. Kevin Herter is desperately trying to find his shot. And those that stayed, because a lot of people left with about 10 minutes left in the fourth quarter. A lot of people left with 13 minutes left in the fourth quarter. But, man, that was that was a shout-out to those that stayed and cheered that crew on, man. But what a, what a debacle. Here's what we'll do. We'll start with yesterday, and then we'll work our way backwards to Friday. Nothing really to talk about with the Toronto game. Great win for Sacramento. It was completely washed away yesterday. Obviously, everything regarding Sacramento from Friday night and even over the weekend uh, centers around Pascal Siakam. A 50-point deficit on your home floor, man. I don't I don't know what to do with that. Yeah. Like 50. You've lost by like a combined 69 points. To the New Orleans Pelicans in two games. Mm. Have two 30-plus point defeats this season, both by the New Orleans Pelicans. The Pelicans think you're funny. Mm. Like a little kid trying to play with the big boys. Like, they made fools out of you. 
CJ was talking trash on the on the Pelicans post game show. And why shouldn't he? He scored 30 and beat you by 50. And you missed me with the with the minus 17. I don't care nothing about that. That team that team was down by 50. In my eyes, they lost by 50. Yeah, I mean, it's it's one of those things where I I know, you know, people talk about uh, you know, you play professionally and the pros look at it differently and Fans and people who aren't pros, you know, don't understand or see it the, the different, whatever they want to say about it. I mean, I have no problem saying if I was in that locker room, I'd be absolutely embarrassed. I would be embarrassed for me personally. There would be no, I leave this here, you know, and, you know, you just move on to the next game and all this other stuff. Now, that would, that would stick with me a little bit. So let me that ask was you, embarrassing. Let me ask you then, do, do you think they are? I don't know. I don't want to disrespect them and be like, "Oh, you know, they didn't. They didn't care. They're just moving on." Because I, I mean, these guys are professionals. Um, they're competitors, so I don't want to sit up here and say they don't care. I, I think that would be uh, in this particular instance with this group. They've shown too many times that they do care about winning. It'd be unfair for me to say they don't care. But yeah, I, I. I to answer your question, I I can't really speak on that. I just know how I would feel in that situation. That was that'd be an embarrassing performance, embarrassing, and not only to lose like that again, but like you mentioned, the Pelicans are out here laughing at you, thinking thinking this is a joke, you know, going up against you. you that was something that that you should take personal, mm. that you should uh, be offended by. You know what I'm saying? And I. I don't know. I don't know how many of them are feeling that way. I don't know. We didn't get to hear from them. Got to hear from Domas. Um, by the way, I, 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 I'll explain that for a second. The locker room media versus the podium media. They're very, very different. And I actually forgot about this until having a conversation uh, with someone yesterday. The locker room media is essentially it's it's like James, Sean, and Matt. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe, you know, maybe when Jake or Sarah are there, you know, maybe they're in there too. But it's a it's a it's a it's a far far smaller group of people. I'm sure when the big boys are here, like the you know the Mark Spears and the Sam Amix, I'm sure they're in there too. Mm-hmm. But you know, for you know, for a Sunday afternoon game against the Pelicans, you're not drawing a large national contingent. You're talking about a handful of guys versus a room full of media. And that's a that's a that's a that's a, a a big difference between you know Domas talking to a couple of guys, Kevin Herter talking to just Sean, and you know sitting at the podium like Keon Ellis did yesterday. Yeah, I, I mean i i don't uh, i i don't I don't like that they don't speak, they don't come to the podium. Um, I will stall out De'Aaron just a little bit. Um, because the last embarrassing loss, I think he did come to the podium. He he came way later, but he ended up coming to the podium. That was Charlotte? That was Charlotte. He didn't come for Boston because that's the one where he came the next day. I think that was Keon. And Yeah, it was Keon, and Fox came the next day, and it was his birthday. He said, I got up out of there, and nobody asked me to come talk, so I, I kept him moving. So it, it's not like he doesn't ever talk in those situations. But – yeah, man, like, come to the podium. I talked about it on the handoff. I, I'll never understand why these guys 
um, are so reluctant to just do this little media obligation. Mm. You can literally go to that podium for four or five minutes, say a bunch of cliche stuff, mm. and that'll be that'll suffice for most of us. Like we we wouldn't even be having this conversation if Fox Domas Monk uh, Keegan. You know, anybody came up there and was like, yeah, like, it, it, we, we could do it right now. It's real simple. Go ahead. Ask me a question. Ask me a question like you're James Ham. KC, uh, uh, talk about uh, being down 50. Like, where are you with that? That's yeah. James, just James's line. Where are you with that? <laughs> you guys are down 50. Where, where, where are you at with that? Yeah, man, it's, it's not good. You know, it's not good. Nobody wants to get there and. You know, we've got to be better than that because, um, you know, it's just unacceptable in our eyes. And we we just can't let those things happen. Things snowball and, you know, and it gets out of control. And we just got to make sure we stay focused so those things don't happen. How, how do you how – did, how, did, how, did, how did you guys feel? Like, did you notice the home crowd booing you? Uh, a little bit. You know, I heard some things and, hey, you know – they were well within their rights. You know, they paid a lot of money. We didn't play well. And, you know, I guess we deserved it tonight. That's all you got to do. <laughs> that's, it. that's it. That's it. The the art of saying something without saying anything. No one's asking for what Mike's game plan was and why it went wrong. Right. Though, <laughs> I think Jill Adge, I <laughs> Mike said something yesterday, and I, I, I read the quote and was like, as we were shivering out at the ice rink last oh night. Oh my gosh. And I was like, oh boy, that's a that's a tough line. And it didn't I didn't connect. I'm just like reading it like uh, I feel bad for the fans that paid money to see this. Damn, and it wasn't until I saw Jill Adge tweet. It was like, oh yeah. That feels like an Alvin Gentry line from mm-hmm. a couple years ago. Mm-hmm. That was straight out of the Alvin Gentry. We're not gonna quit play playbook. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's a tough, tough look. That's a tough, tough look because this team's been beaten by Charlotte. They've played poorly before, got blown out against Boston. That man had to say, I'm sorry to anyone who spent their money to see this team. Yeah. It's tough. It's like family night at the Golden One Center or something, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah. It's, something I saw like Matt that. tweet something about that. I was like, oh, really? Yeah. Damn. That, that's tough. I don't I know mean, why the Kings hate families. The, the, um, the, the thing that I come away – thinking about what this team is they just are who they are they don't suck um they're not a championship contender but sometimes they're gonna have nights like last night sometimes they're gonna have nights like orlando and toronto and 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 really who knows when that's gonna happen because like we can sit up here and say well that's not gonna get it done in the playoffs well they might have Two games like Toronto and in Orlando, mm-hmm. they might have a game like Charlotte, mm-hmm. so they might win around. They might get swept. The unknown and not being able to rely on anything with this team is really the frustration. It's not that they're not good; it's it's not being able to rely on them showing up from night to night. That's the thing that uh, pisses people off and has people. Um, frustrated with how to even embrace this team, this particular team. It's kind of who they are. You don't more than anything, like I know a lot of people are talking about they're worried about Tuesday. I'm not at all. They'll probably they'll probably cook on Tuesday. 
because we talked about the pattern three cycles ago. We said they get their ass beat, they come play well for two or three games, everything looks to be good, and they get their ass beat again, then they play well for two games, then they get their ass beat again, and now it's time to play well for about two games. It's a cycle that's gone on all year. I got a question I'll I'll, I'll ask you uh, in a few minutes because it it could be too lengthy of an answer uh, to ask right now. Um, so we'll come back with that. We'll talk about De'Aaron Fox. And it was wild. I, I didn't, again, another thing that I didn't compute as the game was going along, that De'Aaron hit that three to get the big crowd pop at the very beginning of the game, and then that was it. That was crazy. Like, that's insane. Mm. That's actually insane. The man hit the first basket of the game for the Kings and didn't score again. That was crazy. Uh, we'll talk about that, and and we'll try to dissect what went wrong. We'll also... Uh, dive into you'll hear from Domas we'll play that sound uh, we'll play you know what we have available uh, for you and then we'll go back to Friday and what happened with the Sacramento Kings and the Toronto Raptors there's a lot of talk about Siakam and the Kings and and Harrison Barnes and who man there's a lot out there and we will do our best to dissect and weed our way through all of it uh, we're just getting started uh, we're happy that you're here with us. It's Dealer and KC, brought to you by Sky River Casino. Get in on the action. Sky River Casino is the place to play. With 2,100 of the newest slot machines and over 80 table games, sky's the limit at Sky River Casino here on Sacramento Sports Leader, ESPN 1320. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hey, I just sent you a, a, a TikTok, a tweet with your coach on it. Can you explain your coach's behavior? I think I know what you're talking about. No, yeah. Hey, that ain't my coach. No, that's bro. your coach. That ain't my coach. It's, I disowned that bum after uh He don't see. He said. Yeah, man. That's your coach, though. That, ain't my that coach. man has coached half of your games. <laughs> you know how crazy this is? I don't We're, think he coached the first three. Who the hell did? I think it was I think it was I don't think he coached the first three. How did they wrong. decide on this for the for the next three then? I don't know. But that the caption is hilarious. 
Hey, that's your coach, bro. That ain't my coach, man. That's your man. coach, man. I don't rock with dude. Okay. I don't rock with dude, man. He's over here crying, talking about you. I love my guys. I don't Idiot. rock with dude. Well, you can listen to Michigan win the national championship here on ESPN 1320 immediately following D'Lo and KC I today. I like you saying that. Just, just don't, don't say anything about the game. I don't need no – well, Tell me what to do. I'm doing need, my only, job. Only, only, just say the game Tune is in. coming on. You don't talk – you ain't got to say Michigan, Michigan win and all this stuff. Don't, don't say that. Don't say that. In fact – Don't say it. Tune in to hear Michigan beat the hell out of Washington chill, chill, immediately chill, chill. following today's broadcast. In any event, don't make me play that sound again. Shut your bitch ass up. Um, <laughs> by, by the way, real quick, did you go back and listen and say and hear me say they, not you, nah, on the I end? Didn't, I, didn't, I just wanted, I just wanted to stay <laughs> mad at you. I didn't want to believe that I, I misheard you. You looked me right in my eyes and said you played it at the end. I said I can't tell that. That was a great segment. I watched so the segment over again. Yeah, apparently, apparently everybody heard it. Yeah, that was good stuff. And I was like, did I say you? I think you did. No, I said they. You said went, I said they twice. That was the almost that was almost the end of the show as we knew it. Kyle and KC coming up next week here on <laughs> In my head when we were going through I was like, why is he such a defender of the end? I don't understand why he's so upset about me saying the end play. KC was sitting there like, is this a work or is this a shoot? We had a Bret Hart Shawn Michaels moment. It was about to go down. I heard you might have played it on the end. That's what I heard. And it's like, bruh. Mm-mm. Mm-mm-mm-mm. Um, I said there was a question I wanted to ask you before before the break. And maybe the answer is nuanced. Maybe it's not. Maybe it's an easy no. Maybe it's an easy yes. Is this team soft? Um, I, I, I feel like maybe, maybe, maybe I'll provide more context into my thinking here. Mm-hmm. If you punch the Sacramento Kings in the third quarter, I think they can respond. Like if they're in a fight, I think they'll they'll fight back. Mm-hmm. If you punch them in the first quarter, that might be it. You you might you might you might be able to AI Ty Lu step over them and just keep it moving. Uh, maybe we're playing with semantics here a little bit. Uh, I'll, I'll go with, with what I've been saying for. I just don't think they're. Um, they're mentally tough enough in games to withstand a run or somebody coming at them a certain way. And that's why I I won't call them soft because they bounce back. They do bounce back. We don't like it. We don't like that they have to bounce back. But But they bounce back. And there's – I don't – So maybe soft isn't the – so, okay, is the assessment correct, though? If you punch them in the face, and maybe this is this maybe maybe the, maybe the proper term for the discussion is mental toughness rather than softness. I don't I don't know. You punch them in the face at the beginning of the game. You you got them. I, they're they're not going to respond. There, there, there's one example like there, there, there's there's a very obvious example of the Golden State Warriors. You know, being down by 24 and coming back the way that they did this year. But outside of that. I feel like if you if you get into a fight with him, like Orlando was, they got punched against Orlando. Mm-hmm. They responded. You could probably argue they got punched against Toronto too when their twenty point something lead 
disappeared. And they're, you know, they're taking, you know, jabs to the jaw and a couple of left hooks. They had to respond late in that game. Mm-hmm. But I feel like if you throw them off early, and, see, you I might have them. Like I said, and, and I, I'm not trying to be a contrarian or anything like that. I just like it, it. Just it's not more so if they get punched or not, because they can get punched and the game be close, right? Like somebody can come at you, and you're able. All right, we fighting. Like we getting after it. Sure. And at the end of the first quarter, it's twenty two twenty. So you got punched, and you were able to, like, stay yeah. But in that's that just fight. a fight. Yeah, that's just a game, though. That's just, but yeah, look at Atlanta. Look at Atlanta. They were able to bounce back from that. You know, yeah, so I, I think. I but th- again, Atlanta. Let, let me go back and look. I want to speak out a at a turn. What was that 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 Hawks game? Um, Thirty-one eight was that score at one point. That's right. Okay, but but right. but even yep. then, that flies in the face of what I I'm saying about them because usually. In game, seventy-one they, to fifty-three. It looks like at halftime. It, usually, in game, they don't respond. They don't. Where their toughness comes from is after they've had a day to sit with their embarrassing performance, and they come out ready to go the next time. Mm-hmm. So, to to kind of what you're talking about, they usually don't respond in game. Like if it gets out of control in the middle of the game, they just done. They they hey well. Didn't have it tonight, guys. Regroup tomorrow. Yeah. Didn't have it tonight. Let's uh let's draw straws for who's not gonna go to the podium here on the <laughs> on the bench. Like Keon, you you're you're going. You're going like if that, they're drawing straws, it's a rigged game because it's been Keon twice. Yeah. They do the uh the thing like um have you seen the clip of the guy at the ice cream stand who has the fake ice cream and he keeps popping it out of the cone yes. or whatever? Yeah. That's Keon's the one that keeps Yeah. <laughs> Thinking he's getting ice cream, and he, nope, you lost, buddy. You got to go up to the uh, podium. Poor Keon. So, yeah, in in the middle of a, a game, if it gets if it gets too far away, they just feel like they fold up their tent. So, and that's that is a level of softness. That is a, a level of not being mentally tough, like we talked about. So, um, I, I absolutely understand what you're saying. Uh, I feel like just. For this game, you've got to point things like this out. Chris Duarte spoke in the locker room too yesterday, so I just the, feel like you got to point these things out. The um, yeah, I, I don't, I don't have as as big of a problem with speaking in the locker room, but not at the podium. I understand why you said there's more people at the when you're at the podium and stuff like that. But if you're making yourself available to answer questions in front of a camera, I'll take that. It's probably less making you yourself just, available and more that you got caught. True. But, uh, again, but you could, semantics. But in the, in like, I'm not trying room, to. In a locker room, you could be like, I'm not talking. You could. You know what that I mean? may or may not have. Well, here's DeMontis Sabonis uh, from yesterday. Uh, Domas, Mike talked about how, you know, you guys have had kind of a lack of fight. In by the way, no games. one hates this more than Domas. They could have <laughs> won by 33. Yeah. And Domas would hate this. I don't want to talk. Games mm-hmm. like this, I mean, you know, I, I think you, you feel like you're a good team, but but the, on days like this, where where how do you generate that fight? Where does that have to come uh, from? You know, I, I, don't, I don't know. You know, um, it's a team that beat us three times, you know, so it sucks. You know, I, I, I expected everyone to come out with, with, with more energy, you know, and um, I mean, 
I don't even know how to answer that question. You know, I mean, someone's beat you three times. You got to come out and just show some kind of fight. Is that something you can demand? Does the does the coaching staff need to do? I it? mean, we can talk about it all we want, but we got to show it on the court. You know, and um, we just all got to find it. You know, um, basketball is a team, a team game, and uh, you know, especially us when we're when we're all locked in together, we're we're we're, we're a really dangerous team. So we just got to generate that. Um, unbelievable was it to see. At halftime, you guys only had like nine boards. You, you yourself usually have way more than that. And as a team, to have that few, how, what does that kind of say about what? This I mean, game if you don't get stops, there's no boards. If the ball is going through the net, you can't really get it. So, does a lot of that have to do with their length, also, just the way they kind of? Sometimes play. the sibling's answer to a question is the correct one. I can't rebound a ball that doesn't come off the rim. <laughs> right. How, For the rebounds, you think? Yeah. I mean, if the ball's going in, there's no rebound. So, I mean, <laughs> there's not. I don't know how to answer. That. Trying to end it or change to a little bit of a positive note, but the the group in the fourth quarter that mm-hmm. you that you guys saw ended up getting to triple digits, but with Keon and Kessler and all mm-hmm. them, just what did you see from your perspective? Uh, it's great, you know, um, they have opportunities to come out and you know um, get some minutes, uh, get some experience out there, try things out, you know, and um, it's 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 great for them, you know. They all came out and I feel like they found a rhythm. So, like I said, the, these guys are professionals. They're there. They always stay ready. Domas went to the school of uh, Kenny Caraway for answering questions. This is perfect. That's all you gotta do. That's all, yeah, yeah. So you, you gotta do. If, I mean, if you want to get more in depth, you can. We we applaud that. But if you just want to go through the motions, like you could do that. But you gotta do something. Like you can't not show up. Yeah. That's 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 the whole thing about this. You can't not show up. We talk about. We were talking about this last night. And you know we crack on the Warriors and for a number of different things. Every time, Steph is there. Clay is there. Dre was there when he was playing. Like he's back. These he's back. Like these guys, they're they're top guys. We're got Steph talked last night as they got their ass beat. Mm-hmm. Like it don't matter. You always see Steph Curry, or at least the very at the very least, the majority of the time you see Steph Curry out there. And I'm just a believer. If hell, LeBron talks. Mm-hmm. LeBron made waves the other day because he didn't talk. And they were like, oh, man, LeBron left without speaking. He always speaks, good you, and bad. You want to apologize to Darvin Ham? Well. You told me last out. night to write Darvin Ham fired as the yeah. as the, as the the Lakers head coach. It's postponed. It's into, postponed. Into, into our rundown, and lo and behold, the Lakers beat the Clippers well, last night. No, you still could have wrote it in there. We just treat it like Russell Wilson uh, <laughs> or an NFL just topic. Over five days, yeah. Yeah, sorry, Russ. <laughs> Yeah. Did I ever get that take off? It yeah, wasn't even a no, hot no, take. Oh, yeah, we did on yeah, Friday. That's right. It. That's right. Um, so, yeah. I, those guys could talk. That, like, yeah. I believe if I look at it like this, if LeBron and Steph can talk, you can talk. And you is? De'Aaron. Fox. Sabonis. I throw Malik in there. Let's. Uh, Keegan, you're a big boy now. You can go up there and speak. But somebody instead and and instead of waiting for somebody to tell you to come talk, somebody get in there and be like, "I'm gonna I'm go talk tonight, guys. I'm gonna go talk. Take initiative." Let's uh let's move away from the talking part of this, the accountability, the 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 public accountability part of this, and let's I wanna I wanna center on De'Aaron. De'Aaron made that first shot for the Kings, and. That was it. He was one of ten the rest of the night. I don't know what to make of games like this from 
Darren. Um, Darren very famously said, I could get any shot I want to. Like, he, Darren has framed it in the past. Like, I, I can score when I want. Mm-hmm. Getting any shot I want to and scoring when I want to, those aren't exactly the same thing. Mm-hmm. But it felt like for a lot of last night's game, he wasn't doing that. And I don't know if it's because, again, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to, you know, I'm trying to factor in the Domas part of this. When you have, uh, you know, one-shot possessions, when you don't have a lot of offensive rebounds, um, when it, when it, when you, when you're, when, it, and this is the other thing I worry about them. When they play in a deficit, it feels like they just try to shoot their way back into it. Mm-hmm. Feels like they think they're only because, let's, like Darren Fox, he made that. Th- he didn't score again. I'm not saying he didn't hit another field goal. I'm saying he didn't score. He didn't even go to the foul line. And, and like, that's where, like, you talk about setting the tone. You talk about being the leader. You talk about your high school high analogy. When stuff like that happens, I, I have to start when I examine this team. I have to start with De'Aaron. That's perfectly fair. That uh, That is, he's the guy. He's the franchise. You know what I mean? And in situations like this, have to fall back on his shoulders, you know, and especially when you talk um, the mentality of a team and, and not giving up, not being passive. Uh, nobody's saying he, he gave up, but, you know, it's, it's like everything. When we talk about him being one of the top players in the league, an MVP candidate, and this can, you know, achieve super heights because they have a guy like De'Aaron Fox. They got one of them ones. When it's not going good, and these embarrassing performances, he's got to wear that too. Mm-hmm. And if he doesn't like that, then don't have no embarrassing performances. How about that? You know what I'm saying? If they if they don't have embarrassing performances, we aren't having these discussions. I think there's a certain level of um, I think there's a certain level of learn to be a star. There's probably a certain level of learning for a lot of these guys in terms of winning, with 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 this particularly De, uh, uh, De'Aaron and and Harrison Barnes, you know because they've been here. Um, but managing expectations, managing what you guys say in your locker room, uh, managing what your coach is telling you, managing what you want to accomplish this year. Uh, there's probably a there's probably a curve to that. Last year, all of the, the uh, last year, a lot was quiet. Mm-hmm. It was, I think, De'Aaron first said when we make the playoffs in like March, maybe maybe late February. Mm-hmm. Mike was even late, and this is where my entitlement remark came last week. Is they've been talking about this since training camp. They've been talking about being a playoff team, and the craziest part about all of this, they haven't moved in the standings. They've lost to the Pelicans four times. The Pelicans are still behind them. They're still the sixth seed. Mm-hmm. Kings have been the fifth essentially since the Clippers went on that run. They might I don't even remember if they were the fourth. I'm sure they were, but they've been at at best four or five mm-hmm. for months now. Yeah. Like so as maddening as these losses are, as maddening as these games are, it has had no effect on the standings. Now the flip side to that is, R.I.P. Kenny's friend. Flip side, they haven't moved up either. When they've had a few opportunities to move up, mm-hmm. and I guess that's the 
you know, that's the that's the good and the bad is you didn't move up, but you didn't move down. You've just stayed in the exact same spot, which goes to your point earlier. Maybe this is just, in fact, who the Kings are. Yeah, it might be. Or, you know, like what what I don't see from this team is I don't see them like falling off a cliff. So I I say that to say I think they're either this or something will happen or something will click and they'll take off in a positive space. Mm-hmm. But I see them, you know, you do like the sitcoms, like Eddie Winslow and Family Matters when he gets his car. Like, what's the worst that could happen? Then he drives into the the garage, right? Like, I don't want to say that. But I feel like this team, worst case, is around a four to seven games over 500 type team. Worst case scenario, that's who they are. Best case, if they figure some things out, they could take off. Or if they make moves or whatever the case may be, they could take off. But I think this is about who they are right now. And I won't I won't say this is who they're going to be for the rest of the season because these things could happen. You know, you could be in a malaise for a little bit and you know, trying to figure out who you are. It could be, you know, thirty five games in though. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, but you could you could take off. You could take off. You could and there's a you number could. Sure. there's a number of different sure. ways. Where you or reasons why you could take Rams off. did it, Rams did it, Rams did it. Rams I mean, won. What are they won? Seven of the last eight. Yeah, Ram, Rams like did that. it. I mean, Clippers did it. Clippers did it. Yeah, you know, Clippers also had a roster change. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Mm. So there's that. Mm-hmm. So there's a number of different reasons why that may happen, um, but it it, it can't happen right now. This group though, they're just not. They're consistently inconsistent. That's the story of this team right now. And um, we'll see. We'll see if they're able to to get out of this rut a little bit. And it, look, even with that rut, they're seven games over five hundred. So there's you take solace Wild. in that. But um, only they got to play. They got to play better consistently. Do you think they shoot themselves out of games? Or uh, man, I don't know. If that's the I don't know if that was the right right way to phrase it. But, but yeah, I, I guess it is. Like, they try to – when they're down by 10, it feels like they try to hit a 10-point shot. Like, they want a single shot that's going to swing everything or they want to cut into the deficit as quickly as possible rather than, you know, play basketball. Do what you do. Play your game. We saw that that beautiful stretch of basketball uh, against Toronto, against uh, – or, excuse me, against Orlando, against um, – uh, Atlanta in the second half, moving the ball, running, pace, alley-oops, Keegan dunking, everybody dunk. Like, we saw that. Did anybody dunk last night? Doesn't matter if they did or not. No one cares. Like, it it, 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 it doesn't. Uh, Valanchunas did. I know that. yeah. Even Valanchunas hit a three. It was like, well, <laughs> go to the ice rink because same for us. C.J. McCollum and – Jonas Valanciunas are are hitting threes. Uh, it just it feels like they don't they they can't. Hey, let's just let's just go. Let's 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 just push. Let's let's get to the basket. Let's do this. They look. There was some points last night where, or yesterday, excuse me. Like it happened with Davion. I think it happened with Davion twice. Mm-hmm. Happened with Kevin Herter at least once, where they tried to get to the basket, but they looked like me. Mm. ball was like hitting their legs off their foot, losing control of the ball. 
and I don't know if that's the the size of the Pelicans. I don't know if that's the athleticism of the Pelicans. I don't know just what the Pelicans were doing or if it was them. But they maybe I don't, maybe the Kings are intimidated by the Pelicans. The few times they got they attempted to get to the basket, it did not look good. It no, looked awful. And, and I'll, uh, I'll I'll update the list Uh-oh. of teams they cannot beat. I am going to join everybody else and put the Pelicans on that list. They can't beat that team. So it's Pelicans, Celtics, Clippers is the is the new updated list for KC. I don't know what happened yesterday. Um, they were just off. You know, they were just off. I don't know if it's 3 o'clock start. Um, well, sure. last game of a homestand can be uh, really tough, you know. I mean, it's kind of like a road game. <laughs> Sarcasm. James James brought it up, and I, I'm not even I'm not even like joking. I'm not even being a jerk when I say this. It was three games of four nights. One of those three games was that double overtime game against the Magic. So I don't know. Maybe that's that the best was the they case. could do with Peyton Manning, huh? <laughs> like Peyton Manning's head is already pretty big. They just got they got Peyton two inches from his <laughs> camera. Sorry, I just like I. Why does ESPN keep doing this? Like, why have they not figured this? It's been four years. Why have they not figured this out yet? Peyton Manning is uh, on their um, – he's on their station regularly. They should send him the the great the actual why don't, camera. Why don't they send him the same camera that, that you have? This is fantastic camera. They just yeah, like, why, why do they have the, the Logitech that I have? The Logitech that we have. <laughs> why, why do they have that? Give the guy the $1,000 camera. He's on your station all the time. Maybe just set it a little further back from his gigantic head. Like between him, Winhurst, who'd they have the oh Schefter. Chef, well Schefter was in a hoodie like me. Schefter was an all Schefter was an all timer. I'm sorry to interrupt you. That was just really distracting <laughs> looking up and seeing uh, Peyton's head on the screen. Uh let's get let's 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 hear from you. Uh we know a lot of you are are frustrated, understandably so. Uh, phone lines are open all day long, 916-909-1320. Let's start with our man, Tony. Tony, what's going on, brother? Hey, what's up, fellas? How you doing? Happy New Year. Oh, what? come on. No, hey. it's January 8th. I, it's, come on, man. Yeah, okay. I, <laughs> Look, come on. <laughs> all right. This is the last one. Tony gets the last one. Back to school, right? Okay. We all had right. two or three of them all last right. night that were touch and go. Yeah, I, I, we had hey. to tell a couple of our people, like, hey, stop it. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> I feel you. Hey, I'm going to stall the Kings out just a bit. Okay. Only because, hey, I, I feel like if it was a just purely mental toughness thing, they would go on their runs of losing streaks that they've done in the past, even last year, mm-hmm. where they dropped three in a row, four in a row. So I'm going to stall them out a little bit. At least they've got some fight in them that they don't go on these big losing streaks. I'm also going to give – them that they listen to the to the noise too they hear oh y'all can't beat the pelicans so something gets in your head kenny you know you played way higher level than all of us there are those teams that you know as soon as you start that game hey if if we get behind it all it's a wrap we can't come back this team just gives us fits there's nothing we can do and so kenny i have a question for you i want to know if at some point do they think hey, it's a lot harder to expend all this energy to come back from that big of a deficit. Hey, we just – hey, not that we never tried, but we phoned the rest of it in because 
we still got games to play. The worst thing I think you can do as a coach, as a fan, is say, you need to try harder. Dude, everybody's going to try. It's like t- telling the pitcher to go out, hey, just throw strikes. Well, fool, you think I'm not trying to throw strikes? Of course I'm trying to throw strikes. That's not the answer. So I just wonder if it's not a try-hard thing, if it's just, hey, at this point, it's the Pelicans. We get behind. We know, dang, we just can't get this team. What do you think, Kenny? Um, I appreciate you for the call, man. I, I, If they look at the Pelicans and they're listening to people saying they can't beat them and all this other stuff, um, then they they need to get out of that. Because it can't be, well, we just can't beat these guys. And you fold up your tent every time that, that you play them. Like, no, you get after it. You know what I'm saying? Like, you you try to fix the things that you need to fix, and you get after it. And it's not necessarily about trying harder, but I do believe it's about making sure your focus is locked in. You have to stay locked in on your assignments, on your fundamentals, on everything that you – on your game plan, every single possession and make sure you have maximum focus on that. And sometimes that's that's uh, that'll fatigue you itself, you know, mm-hmm. staying focused for 48 minutes sometimes. But if that's what you got to do to change some things, that's what you got to do. You got to get a little more physical. You got to get in your stance. You got to talk a little bit more. Make sure everybody's on the same page every single time. So I don't know if they um, – I don't know if I would, I would say this. They shouldn't be like, ah – we're down by 20 right now in the second quarter. We're not going to get these guys. We just can't beat them. If that's the case, they, they need a they need a cleanse. They need a sage in that locker room to think about that about anybody. You know what I'm saying? So, they got to do something to change and I don't they don't play they don't play New Orleans no more, do they? Or do they play them one more time? I feel like they play them one more time just like because April. one of those Well, games. I don't think they one do because April. they one got one April. more. One more in April. They play them five times. Well, remember, one yeah, of them but, was a tournament game. But usually, usually, I thought if they're the only teams they play four times are the Pacific Division teams. But I guess not. I guess I they, they so. play them again. Um, so yeah, they've got to be. They April eleventh. They got to find a way to to change that energy. You know what I'm saying? They got to find. A I'm way not to, sure that it's that simple, though. I'm not sure it's as simple as oh, we're down twenty, we can't beat this team. I think there's a. I don't think that happens either. I'm I th- just referring to the, to the caller. I think it's a uh, – I, I, but I do think there's a point where that kicks in, though. Mm. Like, I think there's a point not, – not that we can't beat this team. It's that we can't beat this team tonight. Mm. And there was a stretch last night. I think it was right before halftime. I can't remember. It's a, it's a blur. But the Kings, have, they were consistently down 20, and you kept yeah, – they got it to <laughs> – lead down to 16. <laughs> I just – Okay, just chip away at this just like a little bit. You go in 14, 15, 16. Okay, it's not the worst thing in the world. But like 90 seconds later, it was 30. Mm. And that's where I thought, okay, this is over. Mm-hmm. They're going to make th- – th- that's where I thought this is over. This is where I think they thought it was over. And my thought was they're going to attempt to make a run at a halftime, see how they're playing out of the locker room. And if they can dig into this lead a little bit, then it's business as usual. That didn't happen, and the 30 became 40, and the 40 became 50. And it, it, obviously, by the fourth quarter, it was over. No one was going to play anymore outside, you know, Keon and the guys who were out there uh, just trying to put out a respectable showing for this team. Hmm. Uh, but I think there was a point last night where they were done. Hmm. Yeah, like, we don't have it. 
Uh, let's get Sam in here, 916-909-1320. What's going on, Sam? Hi, guys. Hey, um, I, I got a quick analogy uh, and then another point. But the analogy is I play a lot of golf with a lot of partners. And as I'm carrying the load through 10, 11, 12, 14 holes, I start to thinking, where's my partner? When's he going to come through? Why is he keeping up in all these shots? And I think that's what Darren Fox sometimes thinks is, like yesterday, why can't somebody else step up when I have one bad game out of the last 15? Is anybody going to help me? And I'm going to move that to Sabonis. Sabonis probably thinks the same thing. Who in the hell is going to go get 10 rebounds for me or six or eight? I need somebody next to me that can take some of the pressure off of me and I'll play better and let them help me carry the load and carry the load with me. And I think this team will be a heck of a lot better. That means putting somebody next to Sabonis that's tough, that's going to get you 10 rebounds and eight, nine points a game. I don't know if we have the players to trade for that. I don't know much about all the exceptions on and on and on, but that is what's going to make the Kings better. Yeah, I I, I under I understand um, Sam De'Aaron's previous worst game of the season, and it was last night by a long shot. But prior to that, mm-hmm. Malik came through. Mm-hmm. Malik was the one who came came through and and and, and saved that game. Um, so it's not, it, it, you, you know, last night obviously stands out because it feels like uh, everyone was off. You know, Domas just really had a, a, a double-double, but it couldn't have possibly less, you know, been less impactful because it was just him. If a guy has 17, 10, and 6, but no one get anything, like, it doesn't matter what numbers he put up. Yeah. Um, and Domas is never going to be the guy who takes a game over. Like, Malik can do that. Mm-hmm. De'Aaron obviously can do it. Hell, Keegan can. Yeah. Like, Domas, like, I don't think there's a point where Domas is going to go for 40 and 26 in the fourth quarter. Mm-hmm. I think the Kings play that way, and I don't think Domas plays that way. Right. Domas is going to be in the block, and if, oh, if he's cooking, he knows they're leaving Keegan, right. and he's going to find Keegan, or they're leaving Malik, and he's going to find Malik. And he's going to take that three versus his, you know, back against the basket trying to get a two. Mm-hmm. He does it every game. Yeah. So I, I, I'll, I'll stall him out a little bit, though. I think Valanchunas just. Valanchunas, people get upset when Valanchunas, like, bullies the Kings or whatever. I think you guys dismiss Valanchunas a little too much. That's a good ball player. That's a, that's a good center. He's he's a problem. For well, I think I, I don't think I don't think people I don't I mean I'm not going to speak for anybody. I'll, I'll I'll speak for me. I don't feel that way for Valanciunas because, like, I think he's a bad player. Mm-hmm. I feel that way is because yeah, like Valanciunas is a good center. So is so is Domas. Mm-hmm. But it looks like when it when it comes to a like a traditional battle of big men, like Valanciunas is going to get you every time. That's what it feels like, and it's not because Valanciunas is bad. It's because Domas is good. Yeah, and I think Valanciunas in this situation, I think he's a bad matchup. A tough matchup, not a bad matchup. He's a tough matchup for uh, Sabonis uh, simply because he can't be pushed around the way most centers can uh, by Sabonis. Yeah, we blew – we completely blew out. We're 58, 58, 58. I didn't, oh. even, I didn't even realize it was like 12 I didn't either. You, I, you I, good in there? I threw the wrist up, but you guys were cooking. I, I, I did, didn't even look at you. We I were already kind of like past it, but there's a lot of people in oh here. My so God. I, looked down, I looked down, it was 1247. I was like, well. 
Look, that was twelve fifty. I was like, wait, and and now I'm thinking in my head, did we go to commercial? No, nah, the King's talk is flowing, so sorry, the people are here. Hey, we didn't go to, to commercial, did we? To your um, to your point that you just talked about um, before we talked to Sam, and because I thought the same thing at the time, I was sitting there, I was like, man, about three minutes left. It's a big time moment here mm-hmm. for the Kings. Let's see what they could do going into the half. Three oh three, it was sixty to forty one. So it's big three minutes here. If you can get it to. 13, mm-hmm. 14 going into the half. You can salvage this game. Mm-hmm. In two minutes, it was 70 to 41. Yeah. yeah. And at that point, I was yeah. like, this is this is it's over. over. Mm-hmm. This is over. I'm not even. Took the and, longest and, lap around the Golden One Center ever. <laughs> and I'm not even like, usually I'm like, yeah, if they just do this. You know, I'm always finding ways to win, right? That's usually uh, how I go about this thing. Right before the half, I was like, this is done. This is over. They have no shot. Uh, let's get TC in here. 916-909-1320. TC, what's going on, brother? Oh, what's up with my two brothers? What up, TC? Hey, hold on. For, hey, hey, can y'all hear me? Is it good? No, nah, you sound like crap. Yeah, a little muffled again, a little muffled. Is that better? That's there we it. go. Whatever you do is always better. I think you come on uh, with the Bluetooth. We can't hear you, and then you'll be like, is this better? Yes, every time. That's what it is, too, Casey. You hit it on the nose. <laughs> hey, hey, D-Lo, Casey, man, Jesse in the back. Man, I'm sick, man. That that, that game was unacceptable. Like you saying, Kenny, I thought they was going to come back. And see, you, you know me. I'm a, Well, we all die hard. You know me. I watched the whole game, whether we get blue out or not, right? So yeah. I'm going back and forth. I said, you know what? The Niners going to lose by one point, right? I said, all right, I'm going to watch the Kings game. We're going to come back. We're going to make that fourth quarter comeback. Man, wasn't none of that happening last night, man. That was unacceptable. Fox scoring three points. If he's banged up, give him a day off. Monty, get back on the phones, man. I think Monty, that might be the trade for Pascal. Monty might just be sitting back trying to see counter, you know, let everybody throw their offers out with the Clippers, Lakers, and the Warriors, and then he come back and counter off that. So I hope the phones are still open up. But as far as like a team, that was unacceptable last night. Mike Brown getting up here talking about he apologized. That's all fine and Danny, man, but these dudes got to get up for these games, man. That's why they want to know why the Golden One was booing last night. Because we love y'all, bro. But when y'all coming out like this, man, y'all leaving us no choice but to boo y'all and talk smack and do all that. But as far as a trade, that has to happen no matter what. I don't care if we go on a six-game winning streak. A trade still has to happen, bro. We need another punch. All right. I'll just tell y'all just to be careful with that line of thinking. We can you y- y'all can have your trade machines. You can have your Twitter conversations. You can have all that stuff. I'm not suggesting the Kings shouldn't make a deal. I'm suggesting you don't put all of your eggs in that basket. Well, I'll ask you this: Do you believe this group to all of a sudden be something they haven't shown for 35 games? Do, do I think, think they could be something do you else? Think they'll be consistent. This team no. that. So, so no, so, no, so, so the, but, but, so let me. That's kind of what TC and others are saying. Like, you got to do something because this, th- or this or, team is just going to be inconsistent. I'm not going to say they're going to be bad. That's it. But they'll just be inconsistent you'll, and we'll deal with this all year. You'll, you'll, uh, you'll have, uh, unless it gets, unless something happens and it, and it gets bad and all of a sudden you're just playing terrible. But you'll have the same record you had last year. Maybe you'll, win in the first round, maybe you won't. But anything further than that would be surprising. 
And we, 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 us, hyped ourselves up for improvement. And the fact is, this team isn't better. They're different. And I don't know, I don't know when the records, I mean, because at this point, we've got to, January 8th, we've got to be approaching the records being similar. There's seven games over 500 now, you said a minute ago. Yeah, I think I saw last, they were like two games at this. January 9th last year. Uh, well, well, the the night of January seventh, we'll go with that. They were twenty and eighteen. Twenty and eighteen. So, record wise, they're better. Vibes wise, way worse. Uh, the games feel different. The effort feels different. But a lot of that, I think, is because of us. Absolutely. It's not. It's it, absolutely them. It's them too, but a lot of it is because of us and how we feel and how what we expected. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> I just, <laughs> I don't think, hey, we got to make a trade. That's I just don't think that's as easy as we learned on Friday. Mm-hmm. Grand opening, grand closing. Yeah. It's not as easy as some of us like to make it out to be. It's not as easy as the stupid ass who says no line. Yeah. There's a lot more that goes into it than just that. There's especially when you got a player, and we'll use Siakam as the example because that's who we're going to be talking about, who has full control over everything. Mm-hmm. Not in terms of a no trade clause, just in terms of yeah, you can rent me. I'm not signing. It doesn't mean I won't. It means I'm not. Mm-hmm. And I don't. I don't. Maybe behind the scenes, there's a team that that's not true for. Maybe there is a team behind the scenes that, oh, if they trade for me, I'll, I'll re-sign with them after the season because financially that's what makes sense, but I'm not signing with anyone before the start of the new league year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I look at, I look at the, the, where they're at right now, and like you said, I, don't think, I think last year's team was better. Um, but this year's team, maybe their ceiling is a little higher or something like that. They still, they still feel like they're trying to – figure out what they want to be and how to get there. And I know we want that to happen out the gate. We want that to happen even after 30 games. Sometimes it doesn't. Mm -hmm. Sometimes it takes 40, 50 games. Sometimes the last – how many times have we seen in a number of different sports teams in the last month before the playoffs? Oh, they feel like they've – Watch out for this team. They didn't. Mm-hmm. They got a clicking now. Like mm-hmm. that happens. That may mm-hmm. happen with this group. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? We we don't necessarily know, but we do know that right now is very very frustrating to watch. You know what I mean? Very frustrating watching. And, and once again, we said it maybe six seven times at this point this season. It's not losing. It's how you're losing. That is unacceptable to all of us. Like you are just getting beat up in some of these games. And that's that's something that's uncalled for, to be honest with you. Okay, let's come back. Let's talk a little bit about what happened Friday with Toronto, with Siakam, and with uh, all of the rumors that are out there regarding what that deal might have looked like and what uh, caused the two teams to end their talks. It's Steelo and Casey brought to you by Sky River Casino. Get in on the action. Sky River Casino is the place to play with 2100 and the newest slot machines and over 80 table games will be live for our next live show coming up February 2nd, Friday, February 2nd, live show, watch party. 
for the Kings and Pacers as well. Uh, we'll talk more about that in the weeks ahead. It's Dylan with Casey here on ESPN 1320. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.